Well, good morning, everybody. How are you today? Welcome to another episode of Sergeant K's Corner. I'm Sergeant K, and I'm wishing everybody a good day. It's not Monday, so everybody should be having a good day today. Uh, you know, nobody likes nobody likes a Monday. Um, I don't like Mondays. Because that means I got to get up and I got to get back to it. And I would much prefer to stay warm and cozy and comfy in my bed. Um, today, I'm going to talk a little bit about love. Um, love, in my opinion, is the most overused word in America. I know we got a lot of sayings like, you know, whatever. Oh, that's fair. Or, oh, yeah, no problem, man. No problem, dude. Um, you know, some of the other stuff. I mean, for a long time, especially like in the 70s, it was, oh, wow, man. You know, and that, that got overused. Now, uh, we tend to use the word love way too much. Way too much. And, and, and it's a problem that I have with uh, not, not overusing the word. I have an issue with people that do overuse the word. It's like you go out shopping and, you know, you, you, you go, whatever store you go to, and you see the pair of shoes. Oh, I have to have these pair of shoes. I just love these shoes. Or you go out to dinner with some friends and, and, and you know, uh, let's go to so-and-so pizza. I just love their pizza. And then you're going to tell your spouse or your kids or whatever, oh, I love you. Well, part of it is our problem with language. Um, we've forgotten how to use, I really enjoy it, I really like it, um, I'm fond of that person, um, you know, all too many times we, we say, oh, you know, I love you, and, and, you know, somebody will say it back, and yeah, not so much, because the first time you got a problem, you're looking for somebody that loves you, and that person ain't there, instead of saying, I really like you, you're a friend, or I'm very fond of so-and-so. Those, guess what? Those are all English words that we have forgotten how to use. And, and that's not what love was intended to be. That's not what love was intended to be. And nowadays, they want you to love somebody no matter what they're doing. No matter what they're doing. So they could be out there doing crazy stuff, uh, you know, any million different things. And if you don't go along with it, you're a hater. You're the opposite of a lover. You're a hater. Well, you know, I opened up the scriptures to see what God says about love. Okay, and so we're going to take a look at that today. And I'm going to 1 Corinthians 13.1. It says, though I speak with the tongues of men and angels, but have not love, in other words, real love, I have become a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. Wow. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all the mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have faith so that I could move mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. I am nothing. Well, you know, my last 
uh, podcast, I talked about, you know, men loving their wives and, um, you know, biblical loving their wives and things of that type. And when you love somebody, the fruits of the Spirit are going to come through. You know, that patience, love, you know, long-suffering. Love is not selfish. Love is not selfish. So if there's selfishness in you toward that person, you, you, you have to start uh, questioning things. And it continues on. It says, love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not pride itself, is not puffed up, or in other words, is not conceited, is not puffed up, and does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in truth, and bears all things, believes all things, hopes for all things, and endures all things. Now there's a part there that I like that says, but rejoices in truth. We don't do much rejoicing in truth these days. Not at all. You know, in, in fact, uh, you know, and I'm going to use this as an example. I know it's a hot button and it's going to be controversial. It's going to irritate people. Again, this is my podcast. I don't care. They talk about the transing children, allowing kids who think they might be a girl to go from being a boy to a girl or from a girl to a boy. Um, guess what? If you're born with a penis, you're a boy. If you're born with ovaries, you're a girl. Ovaries, vagina, girl parts, that makes you a girl. Boy parts makes you a boy. You know, it's a hot button these days. It really truly is. It's like now they've got these transgenders wanting to compete in women's sports, and I know that that's a hot button today. But no. No, if you're male, you compete in male sports. If you stink, you stink. It doesn't mean that you go over to the women's sports and you try to beat the women and you're successful and the women have no opportunity there. You know, you talk about women hating and, and things of that type. How much is it that you are, are diminishing women by putting non-women in their sports? Oh, there's some truth. My point in bringing this up is sometimes you have to love somebody enough to tell them the truth. You don't have to be rude and ignorant about it. You say it in love. You say, look, I need to talk to you about something. If somebody's doing something that's harmful, if they've got a drug addiction, addiction, love them enough to do an intervention and get them in a recovery group. You wouldn't allow a little toddler to walk up to an electric socket with a screwdriver and just sit there and watch the kid while they electrocute themselves into oblivion, you're going to stop the kid from doing that thing that's going to hurt them. Why? Because you love the child enough to stop them and then take the screwdriver away, figure out where they got it, and make sure they don't get it again. Sometimes you have to love and care about somebody enough to stop them from doing something harmful to themselves. But you don't say it ignorantly. You don't say it 
in a nasty fashion. You know, it's like, don't tell me that you love me and put me on the same level as your pizza or the shoes that you bought. At the same time, love me enough to where if I'm doing something stupid, bring it to me and tell me. Bring it to me and tell me. It's that easy. And if I have an intelligence level, I'm going to understand that you're telling me this because you care. You're telling me this because you love me enough to tell me the truth. Be patient. Be long-suffering. Don't be prideful. Don't put me on the same level as your, your pizza. Because I'm a lot more important than pizza. You know, we were created in, in God's image. Man was created in God's image. It says it right here in the scriptures. And if it's here, it's truth. Pizza was not created in God's image. Okay, e even the animals on the planet, although they're all cute, well, most of them, they have some deep-sea fish that really are not going to win any beauty contests anytime soon. But we're the only ones that were created in God's image. Not the little fuzzy, cute little otters or the seals or, or you know, any of the other animals. Just us. And we need to take care of one another, and we need to learn how to love one another. Now, I'm also going to go over to uh, 1 John uh, 4.8. And I'm going to bring this one up. And it says, He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. You know, <clears throat> I get tired of hearing people say that Christians are haters. I'm tired of that. I am really tired of it. Getting your Christianity off of TV or from your friends or, uh, uh, you know, from things that you hear is kind of like going to the plumber for open-heart surgery. That plumber might be a really super nice person and an expert at what they do, which is great because we need plumbers and they're, they're wonderful, but they're likely not going to be successful with that surgery. Until you get into this word and you study it, you don't understand it, you don't know, because Holy Spirit has not opened your eyes to what it's saying. And <clears throat> truth be told, Christians are supposed to be the most loving people out there. Now, that doesn't mean that they're not human, and yes, from time to time you will find the church that is unfriendly. I have known several churches that are unfriendly, okay, and they're wrong. They're wrong. God is love. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten Son, so that whosoever shall believe on him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's how much he loved us. When the Bible talks about the world, it's talking about us, people, the ones that were created in his image. If God wasn't love, he could, he could leave us here. Oh my goodness. And the condition that this world is in, who in their right mind is going to want to be left here? So I guess we all need to take a lesson in love. We need to open those two scriptures up. Don't Again, don't take my word for it. 
Never take my word for anything on my podcasts. Open something up and read and double check me and find out for yourself. I'm not making this stuff up. Now at the same time, I would appreciate it if you do care about me, say, Sergeant K, I really like your show. Sergeant K, I really don't like your show. But you know what? It's kind of cool that you're out there trying to do something to let people know that they are loved and people are loved. Or please don't say, Sergeant K, I love your show. My show is an inanimate thing. It's not created in the likeness of God. Doesn't qualify for Corinthians or for First John. Um, yeah. So until then, until our next episode, love somebody. Really, truly love somebody. Whether it's something that you got to give them a little truth hoagie or just put an arm around them and, or just sit there and listen and let them talk, you know, uh, or laugh together. Love somebody. Until next episode, God bless, and we'll see you then. Bye-bye.